It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, used to be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper-control It's a fucking Delta Strain, boy and we're back with another episode of Bones and Tubbs. We're here with you tonight to give everything you want to hear and more. We are the best conspiracy podcast this side of the Mississippi. I'm not going to disagree with that. No. Say it. Think it. Say it. Believe it. It's so it becomes. We are the greatest <laughs> conspiracy podcast this side of the Mississippi, i.e. the east side of the Mississippi. Some would even say the best side of the Mississippi. I was talking to Frank Castle, our dude. Who I've got six messages that I have yet to listen to. Uh-huh. I just feel, I don't know. I need to figure out a better system yeah. of sharing. And I hate not sharing his messages. But anyway, he said it best. It's a thought that I've had in my own head. We need to call ourselves the Middle East. The Middle East? We're not the Midwest. No, nah, I think the Midwest is more like uh, Illinois and <clears throat> even like Kansas and stuff like that. It's like the Midwest. Yeah. The best I could find on... Uh, government-provided search engine was that um, it's from an older time when we technically were the Midwest, as far as Western expansion. Uh, okay, so back when, you know, people used cocaine for normal ailments and yeah. and believed that there were ghosts <coughs> in your blood and stuff. <laughs> Aren't there, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that we've evolved. No, certainly not. But <clears throat> it is what it is. We're actually, if you I'm notice, an it, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Sorry. If it sounds like the show, the voices, or what have you, sound a little different this episode, I we do apologize, but <laughs> sorry, bit shoot does what it wants. <laughs> uh, you need to understand, we are. Uh, it is the hottest time of the year getting there. And the studio is just ungoddamn bearable right now. We're uh, currently in my dining room, uh, at my dining room table, which I have to say, I mean, other than the fact dealing with sound issues, this this setup is pretty boss. I like it. I like it a lot, too. Yeah. I feel like it affords a space, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're not right up on each other. We're able to play footsie if we wanted to. I mean, we'd have to stretch. Yeah. But I'm okay with that, too. Right. Whatever, <laughs> anything that's worth having is worth stretching for. <laughs> yeah. You know what You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Oh, my God. Here we are again. The fucking Google password. I want to meet the person that keeps doing this. Somebody's trolling us, perhaps? <clears throat> that's fine. Tell you what they won't troll is when we finally get, uh, like, when I finally get fucking tired of using Google and I just go to ProtonMail. Yeah. <sighs> That's possible too. I suppose I can just get on our Patreon website and look up our new provi- our new patrons, the new providers of the show. Yeah, <clears throat> we've been we've had some, and we need to we need to do the housekeeping. Yes, I would also like to continue down the lighthearted news stories and uh, and all those things before I get into the the what I consider the the topic of conversation that I wanted to bring to you today. Yeah, well, I will say this, you know, I can't do that either. Sign in with Google. We'll hit the Patreons next week, I guess. Or maybe I'll just record them at home. Wait, is the Google password not working? Yeah. How are we supposed to upload the episode then? We'll get that figured out. Okay. But to do it right now would take valuable time away from... I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just go ahead and do it. Uh, so Fucking do it! Local news story. Uh, undercover cops, county cops, and city cops harass Amish man. Yes. How I, about that story? Yeah, are you talking about what happened just locally? Yeah. You know what would be clutch is if you went to Provo County Jail's roster website and looked for one guy named Jebediah, because I bet that's his last name. Yeah. 
because I want to know what they charged that dude with. Did they actually arrest him? Uh, Dr. Doug Hurdy said that when he came back around, there was a Amish-looking fellow feeding the horse. And I was like, well, somebody's got to put gas in that thing. You yeah, know? exactly. But the other guy was gone. Huh. And the cops were gone. So, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope that he was moving drugs. I hope that's what it was. Matt, you know, uh, the doctor called me about it, too. Yeah. He just wanted to let me know how much he hates police. Yeah, that's good. I share that. I was like, what if he was really, like, pushing weight? Like, It's a victimless crime, and I support him. What if he was breaking bad, you know? I hope so. It just seemed, it would just seem strange for an Amish man. You know what I said it was the most likely thing? Hmm. I was like, unpasteurized milk. Yeah. I was like, how much you want to bet these dudes went fucking full tilt on some unpasteurized milk? Ooh, we bet they did. You think they'd lay it, lay it all out on the table? Weigh it. Yeah, we got we <laughs> got <laughs> we got thirty gallons of unpasteurized milk today, boys. Good ju- good work. You know what those uh, like to do with the, the pot plants where they get the pots filled with soil and all that, and they they weigh it. They're like, we got five hundred pounds, but they really just went back to the barn and they got a cow, and they were like, oh my god, yeah. We seized enough unpasteurized milk to nourish half the country. <laughs> Look at all this unpasteurized milk we found. No. Like, and then they, like, tagged the cows as evidence. Yeah. You know? He's like, I, I imagine they, they couldn't impound the vehicle because they didn't know what to do with the horse. I was like, if they had had any time with that horse, they would have shot it. I wonder if there's any news up about that. Probably not. I, I wish. I know them Amish folks are probably working with, like, telegraphs and stuff still, so. Yeah, well. He just got back to the house that he got arrested. Breaking news, America. We broke it. You heard it here first. And in our news source, our reporter in the field was Dr. Doug Hurdy. Let's see. You know? No, nah, I'm not seeing anything about it. That's, that's a damn shame, though. It's a goddamn shame. What if it was something crazy, though? Like, something bad, bad? Like, well, I will say this, and I'm not trying to disparage them. Although, I could talk shit. I could call them whatever I want, because I guarantee you none of them are listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did find this cat on TikTok that I tried to reach out to to have on the show, but I have not heard back yet, because I don't check my TikTok messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that well, what this guy does, it's like Mr. Mr. Something with some numbers. And what he does is he goes around and he does that Chris Hansen shit, but on the street level. Yeah. And he got this Amish fellow to roll horse and buggy down to uh, the local gas station. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like Pennsylvania or somewhere. It might have been Ohio. Mm. He had all these like weeks worth of sex conversations about wanting to fuck an underage girl. And he he got the dude to buy uh, a twisted tea. Like he had all the items that he was supposed to buy. Yeah. And then he, uh, I guess this Amish fellow had a TikTok, so I don't know how that works. Maybe they yeah. are listening, but. He got arrested. Wow. <laughs> He's now, like the guy that was catching pedos was an Amish guy. No, no, no. The the pedo. The pedo yeah. was the Amish guy who had a TikTok. And the dude, yeah. Okay. And the dude was like the the pedo catcher was like, "Was this like normal in your fucking communities?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, pretty much." Oh man, what are you doing? I don't know. I also Wait. don't trust the pedophile. Yeah. So. Well, like like I said, what if it's something super like fucking sketch like. Human trafficking or something like that. Yeah. Nobody would ever suspect the dude in the horse and buggy. What? How many are they going to get in a buggy, though? I mean... I mean, more than they can... Ha- more than they should have. That's for sure. That's a fact. I mean, even if it's just one... Do they have... A- exactly. But do they have an Amish equivalent of a semi-trailer? No, I don't... Bu- I mean, they have wagons. You ever seen, like, an Amish pulling a semi-trailer down the road with wooden wheels with, like, bison pulling it? No, I've never seen that before. Yeah, me either, but that sounds pretty clutch. I mean, I don't know how they how they trans. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and assume they have to transport livestock, uh, like how old timey ranchers had to transport livestock. You know, you you had to cowboy up, bitch. Uh, but all honesty, though, I don't think I've ever seen an Amish person on anything in a, any form of transport except for like a, a a horse and buggy. Like I've never seen one riding a horse. <laughs> Like a cowboy. <laughs> you got one that they call that the motorcycle. <laughs> you go too damn fast on that thing. <laughs> you better slow I don't down. know why Sean Connery is Amish, but uh, <laughs> I already decided. Uh, I almost called it, like, you better slow down, Jebediah. I don't know what that, that's some sort of racial bias. Listen, like you said, it doesn't matter because they're not listening. And if uh, they are, they're cheating. Yeah. And shame on you. What are you going to do? You're going to go tell your townsfolk, hey, I got this phone here, and then they get beat with a. Whatever they beat him with. You simply reporting us for making fun of you goes against your whole religious beliefs. I don't even want to hear it. What are your religious beliefs, I wonder? We ought to find one. Well. That's what we should do. What do you mean, like, their religious beliefs? Like, 
I do know a little bit. I one night. Well, what part of the Bible were they obsessed with? Because I don't remember the part that said nothing about alternating current. I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with like what the Bible. Like I know they're supposed to live humble lives. I know that's a big part of it, and I believe it has something to do with like basically they just like they they drew a line in the sand and said like we are st- like this is the simplest form of life. We're not going any further than this. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we're not you know uh, we're not advancing any further. Yeah, and they were also like you know there's other things like they were staunchly anti-war. And they made it a point in their custom to actually grow, like, so, I don't think I've talked, I don't know if I've ever said it on the show before, but the reason they grow a beard the way they do is because back when the Amish came around, yeah. soldiers, apparently, it was just a big thing to rock a mustache. Like a big, fat, curly, extra long mustache, mm-hmm. you know, and brandish it. And yeah. people knew that you were a soldier. You were a soldier, and so the shop, the Amish, being so opposed to war, made a point to say, "Oh, so this mustache is a sign of your like masculinity and your virility." Well, you know what? We're going to grow the opposite of that. We're going to grow a beard. The anti stash. The anti stash. A beard with no mustache. That's why we. I've said that on a show before. When I found that out the first time, that's why I stopped growing a mustache. People are like, you look Amish. Because that's what I'm going for, bud. Yeah. And I get it. I'm going to find a spitter real quick. Yeah, you do you. There's a bottle in there? There's there's a couple in there. Dude, I think this is that one girl. I'm sorry. I got so caught up in the fucking bookings. See if I knew anybody. Do you remember? She was in my sister's grade. That is her. Was she in there for heroin? Uh, Possession. OVI. Possession of drug instrument. She looks rough. She was one of the ones I was talking to. It really, like, I don't know. It was kind of a shitty joke, but I was talking about how, like, uh, I don't know what's worse, seeing them at their lowest when it comes to, like, the drug addiction or, like, the the time that they move, like, you know, six hours south into the hollers of Kentucky to live with family, and then they start posting pictures about, like, God and how much their family means to them and how clean they are now. Like, if you can't take... The heroin out of the junkie, you know, moving yourself south is not going to fix the problem. Now, for real, though, you know, one thing that always hem, hem me up about, like, the <clears throat> like the 12-step thing, right? Uh, you uh, giving up all your own personal power? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm really into, like, um, you know, so I started doing my intro to psychology class, so it doesn't make me an expert. But I'm a doctor. It, uh, but the different... Uh, like uh, 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 types of psychology that psychologists practice, right? <clears throat> and that one I don't like because uh, it reminds me of uh, determinism, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like you have no say in anything that you do, right? Yeah, that you're uh, you're not in control of yourself. I'm more into the. Uh, free will and humanism kind of thing where it's be the best that you can be because you can, you have the power to f- affect the, the world around the, your personal world and the world around you, right? Like there's nothing theoretically actually holding you back, whether it be drugs or anything like that. And I don't believe that some higher power is going to inadvertently save you either. I don't know. I like what Timmy Rapp's doing. He's helped me with my own shit, but that's only because he uh, convinced me to do it myself. I mean, the thing, I guess, at the end of the day, if it works for you, right? What? who am I to judge? Um, and apparently it's worked for a lot of people. I mean, you know, there's NA and AA all over the place, and they follow the same steps. So, I mean, what? what if it works for them, why not? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, do you. But for me personally, the idea of like... I'm powerless against this substance. Yeah. I am utterly powerless to stop myself from being addicted to this or whatever. That's I, that's that's baloney for me, anyways. I have a question. Yeah. So I don't want to do it, but um, the world has made me choose to talk about the Delta strain. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The Delta variant or whatever you want to call it. Whatever it's called. Yeah. <clears throat> I watched some Max Egan last couple of days, and. He takes it all. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the the 
the disease. Uh-huh. The, the dis-ease. Because he's like, I'm not here to tell you folks. You get on your news, get on your internet, you hear all these stories about how many people are dying over here in Australia. It's fucking bullshit. He's like, uh, they're, they're up and they're using the test the same way they did here. Yeah. It's to, to paint a narrative that's not true. No one's sick, and they're just finding it. They're yeah. finding it here. They're finding it there. It's horse shit, right? And then he's like, that's an interesting name that they gave it, Delta Variant. And then he puts up a picture of all the various brainwaves, Alpha, Beta, uh-huh. Theta, Gamma, Delta. Yeah. Do you know which one Delta is? No, not in particular. Deep sleep. Huh. So it's like their own little occult language, like... So it's like a, it's like a spell to put you asleep. Well, it's like the ones that's it's going to activate the ones that are the deep asleep, the ones that drive around with two masks on in a car by themselves. Uh. And um, I really only want to talk about it because the things that are happening around it, because it's not the problem. They're using it as the problem. Yeah. But uh, we talked about in a couple episodes ago some of those new green measures where they wanted us to pay what was it thirty five hundred dollars a year. To get, like, four pounds of beef a year or something like that. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Well, in the meantime, I'm just going to paint a broad stroke conspiracy picture, and I want you to react to it. Okay. Or, you know, put in where you will. But you know uh, Christian over at the Ice Age Farmer? Yeah. You've seen his videos before. Mm-hmm. Well, he did one. I can't remember. If, I'm pretty sure it was him or it was, uh, I know Dabu, Double Seven did one. And uh, I want to say Alaskan Prepper as well. Talking about the droughts that are going on in the real Midwest, mm-hmm. causing cattle farmers this early in the year to already sell their cattle off at a much lower rate because they're going to starve otherwise or they won't make it to market. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is going to what? Cause a massive flooding in the market of beef. Um, it said that some people who were talking, I don't know how they take these numbers, but they said some of these farmers have basically been generational ranchers, right? Yeah. And they're talking about hanging their hat up. This year. Like, we can't keep doing this. It's fucking crazy. So, side note to Tarantino it. Uh-huh. In a much older episode, what was his name? The Oregon guy. Organite. Yeah. The guy that did the Cloudbusters. Mankin. No. Mm-mm. Wilhelm Reich. Wilhelm Reich. I don't know why I said Mankin. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Crosswise. Yeah. He figured out how to get rid of droughts. What was that, the 1890s? No, no, that was like in the 30s, or 20s or 30s. Okay, Ni- early 1900s. Yeah, you did the Cloud Buster. I just remember we had that, that series of episodes we did, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. So that whole narrative is bullshit to me, the whole drought thing. So that's probably orchestrated, right? To well, help them with are you their... talking about in Australia? No, I'm saying the Midwest. Uh, okay, because in Australia they're having problems with, there's a huge uh, plague of mice right now that are eating up crops. Mm. Like, you could pull up a video of it, it's fucking disturbing. Like you, you'll like they'll be pulling up grain out of a silo, and there's just hundreds of mice coming out with it. It just seems like maybe I give the government too much credit. Maybe it is some biblical shit, or maybe it's just uh, maybe it's uh, part of the simulation in the reset. But you look everywhere, and you've got massive China buying up so much of our corn that like their ports are are choked with it. Yeah, <clears throat> you've got us selling off beef at exponential rate. Uh, beef ca- uh, ranchers are talking about not getting back into the game. So that and the government going along with this extra tax in order for us to even have beef for personal consumption. They're getting us ready for something else. And he was talking about this Delta variant. He's like, this is going to be the next thing to impose the lockdown. He's like, uh, I, th- I don't know if we talked about it before or not, but some of the interviews I watched, I think it was while you were on vacation, there's a higher side chats where they did an interview with a doctor uh, an OBGYN. She was known as one of the Dirty Dozen. Uh-huh. Uh, the 12 doctors that like the FDA and several other organizations have gone against to get deplatformed in the United States because they're going against the narrative. Yeah. And um, she said that basically people that get this shot, one third of the people that got it got a controlled dose. It uh-huh. wasn't really what it what they say it was. Yeah. Just like, fuck, I don't know, distilled water, saline, yeah. something like that. So that when people start having reactions, they could be the louder voice and be like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I got both of mine and I'm fine. Yeah. But she said that, uh, you know, regardless of neurological disorders, uh, death, heart enlargement, all these things, uh, fertility issues is huge. Huh. Huge. 
Yeah. But she said the biggest problem we haven't seen yet, and that's going to come <clears throat> when the vitamin D levels drop later in the year and you start actually becoming susceptible to natural coronaviruses and the flu. Yeah. Because their immune systems are going to completely go fucking haywire. She expected, she's a doctor, not me. This is not medical advice. But she said that she thinks most of them will be dead within three years. Damn. So you've got this massive, what they've, what they've labeled at the highest levels is a vaccine clinical trial. Worldwide yeah. clinical trial that's going to fucking kill who knows how many, sterilize how many, how many more. The same time we're looking at a food shortage. Last thing I'll say about it, Max Egan said, you've got about eight to ten weeks before they do lockdowns again. And he shows all these news stories about all these countries, ours included, where they're using the same control language mm-hmm. in every story. Seating area found for Delta variant, super spreader event located. They're doing all this preemptive work. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hear this for me. He said, they're going to take the internet down. This is it. He's like, you've got eight to ten weeks to prepare. And if you let them lock you down, you will starve. So if, like you said, within three years, all these people that have taken the vaccine are going to be dead. Yeah. It, for some reason, my brain, do you remember that, I can't remember what website it is to, off the top of my head, where it gave populations. Yes, uh, Deagle. Yeah. Wasn't it Deagle? I believe so. Google it. Where it gave population numbers projected in by like what 2025 or yeah. something like didn't we that. do this show last march yeah and for some reason there was just this huge drop off in the population in the united states yeah and we were like we, like, were, we, were, we were like, like what the fuck yeah why is it like that wasn't it uh contingent too with our allies like all of our allies had a massive population drop too yeah we we're like well that doesn't make any fucking sense i can't find it let's try duck duck go so basically, because I mean, think about how many how many people have been vaccinated in the United States. Oh, hold on, let me look it up. Well, while you're looking it up, I will say this: Did you see what happened two days ago? It is Deagle. Yeah, Deagle.com. So Fauci, Frouty, whatever his name is, he said that due to a low uh, vaccination exception or uh, acceptance, rather, uh, he's going to call on, aka pressure, local uh, and smaller government jobs and organizations to pressure their employees to take this make it mandatory so like state government jobs uh jobs that get any type of federal funding this seems like the push because we all said nah nah nope and they're gonna try and make it a mandatory thing i was talking to the doctor about it on my way over here and he's like well how do you think they're gonna fucking do it out here because we live i mean we don't live in a city yeah. I said, well, you're going to have some resistance when it comes to these stores because we had it back then, like when during the, the heat of this fake ass shit. You couldn't go to what's, I mean, what's Eaton's population? Not that many. No. And they got a Walmart and a Kroger. Yeah. Like, and you go in there and they're like, you got to put your mask on. They weren't, they weren't trying to let you in there. Yeah. I mean, I went in anyway. I'm sure they called the cops on people, but imagine if this comes out with heavier fervence than before. They start blaming it on the non-vaxxers, which we called. We said they were going to do that. Yeah. They're already starting to talk about the Delta variant being because of that. People that didn't vax. The Delta variant came out of out of India. <clears throat> but they're saying that it's spreading because of people not getting vaccinated. But people who are vaccinated. I know. It's, it's people, bullshit. People who are vaccinated are getting it, so. But it's bullshit. It's just their bullshit narrative. Yeah. So if I'm looking, I'm looking at the numbers state to state, crunching it in my head. Say hypothetically. I picture you like the meme with all the equations. Like, we're talking, you said, what Max Egan said, within three years, all these people are going to be dead. That's more or less half the population in the United States. They're saying half the population got the shot? Uh, roundabout. I mean, state to state is different. But if I had to crunch all these numbers together, well, actually, it does it for me. 47.2. Who we? Fully vaccinated. That's crazy. I also don't know if I believe that. Do you believe that? It's awful big number. Uh, they're saying somewhere upwards around 155 million people have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated in the United States. Hmm. That's a huge fucking drop off. I had a I had a dizzy that you'll like talking to Doctor Doug. Yeah, he's like, well, "What are they going to do to get all the?" Because they're basically blaming on red states, if I remember right. Yeah, I said he's like, "What are they going to do?" For those cats, we've gone back and forth like weeks past about Trump supporters and all that. And I said, well, remember, you got a story on the back burner. And this one makes me sick to my tum-tum. Yeah. But I think uh, I've come to a point in my life where I'm willing to accept it just because of the entertainment value. 
they've continued these uh these stories of recounts, right? Yeah. Where these certain states have found enough fraudulent evidence to overturn the state's election mm-hmm. results for Trump. And I said, how fucking crazy would it be if that gun-grabbing fucking piece of shit got put back into office in, like, August or September, and there was this giant Q rally, right? Yeah. And then everybody turned their fucking guns in and got the shot. You think they do that, though? You know some of those lazy brain motherfuckers would have. I wouldn't say, like, your average woke person that liked him, because like, he, he did some good shit. I'm talking about the, the cultists. Yeah. The ones that, even though you showed them the video of him talking about taking the guns before due process, and they were like, well, you got to take your guns. The same ones that had the flag on the back of their truck or the bumper sticker that was like, if Trump makes guns illegal, I'll just be an outlaw Trump supporter. Yeah, because that the makes The fuck any- are you talking God about, you stupid son of a bitch? You smooth brain piece of shit. God, just let me cut your head open. Let me see what's in there. Smooth. I bet it's vanilla pudding. I bet it's refrigerated, too. I bet it's mm. tasty. Christmas put. Yeah, maybe that's just me getting the Delta variant turned into a zombie. He just said he wanted to eat brains. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I mean, they're trying to drum up the, the Delta variant, but from what I've gathered, even people like who were cautious before are just kind of like... We're over this. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on. Yeah. Let's move on from this fucking shit. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it, man. I, I don't... Uh, that got me for a little while. Just because, like, remember when we, we were the... I would say... Not to suck our own cocks or anything. Yeah. But we were probably the first ones to, like, really come out about it. Like, this is... We were talking about it December of 2019. Yeah. Our Pornhub channel got removed in January. Like, no... Like, I'd say November... December, like somewhere in there, like right at its at its beginning, like it was still out of Wuhan, right? Straight out of Wuhan, coming straight out of Wuhan, like <laughs> crazy motherfucker name. We were talking about how they were like barricading road. They were they were blowing roads up so that people couldn't get in. Yeah, and stuff like blowing that. bridges so, or yeah. blowing tunnels rather. They were basically like <laughs> <laughs> they were they talking were, about katana fights. Like even where the government wasn't blowing shit up, people were out there with not like swords. Like you're not coming in here, motherfucker. Yeah. Or sick like ass dudes just like laying in the street and stuff like that, dead. We were talking about it back then. That was the episode but, that got our Pornhub channel not just uh, marked but removed entirely. Yeah, because it wasn't a thing then. So like they, they got me, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't. We were talking about it before it was even a thing over here, and like even when we were like, "Hey, maybe we should," you know, stop. Uh, <laughs> Stop people, you know, moving around so much. You know, take this seriously. You know, and, and people's memories are just fucked, man. Like they, it's such a cognitive distance because, like, like they say, like Trump didn't want to say anything about it. Yeah, and they was playing it down. No, that dude, like, he talked about closing down borders and stuff like that, and then they called him a racist for it. And then you could pull up tweets from like fucking DeBazio, uh, De the mayor of New York, or fucking Nancy Pelosi talking about how they need to visit Chinese restaurants and da-da-da-da and do all these things. Like, Right. I mean, it's a fucking clown world. I don't want to say that we called it this time, too, because this is definitely Max Egan, but Max Egan is more well-informed. He has a larger network, and he has a longer track record of being correct than we do. Well, the thing about Max Egan, though, is his... I, where I see this going, I don't know if the Delta variant's going to impact us like, like the last one did. I don't think, uh, I agree. I don't think it's going to affect us in the, in like a, a, a physical death way. But I think they're going to blame it on vaccine deaths. Oh, so they're, they're going to say like when people die that it was, and it was a vaccine injury, it's going to be the debt. They're going to say it was the Delta. That's where my head's at with it. Because like you said, look at the fucking, their numbers at least. Their numbers are what they're going to go by. So if if actually 47% of the country got the full vaccine and they start fucking kicking off and having... Because that's, that's one of the things they talked about, too. They put that goddamn movie out. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Songbird. Yes. Where they were yeah. talking about it affecting the brain, mm-hmm. like giving brain death and shit. That's a fucking vaccine problem. That's a vaccine issue. Yeah. Vaccine injury issue. So if this is all fucking foretold... In that way that they like foretelling things. And these fuckers start kicking off in big numbers. Because the idea is, <clears throat> this doctor, I'll have to look her up so I can get it right. On the higher side chats, her interview is chilling. I mean, the thing is, is if the population suddenly has a big drop off. Uh, They'll do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. 
because because the the, the 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 theory before was always well but here's the here lies the question though is you the ones that are still alive are the ones that bucked getting the vaccination in the Sorry. But over. they're the ones that bucked getting the vaccination in the first place. Yeah. So you're dealing with the most defiant ones in the population. Right. As your last. And the thing that I thought about with that, we talked about that a number of times too, uh, privately and publicly. Like, which ones do they want? Do they want the ones that are the sheep or do they want the fucking, you know, sheep dogs that don't want anything to do with it? It kind of clicked in my head when I had one of my crazy ass alpha brain dreams, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. Because I, I just want to shit on it and. Praise it at the same time. What if it's similar to the way they collect adrenochrome? What if they know because this is all this is all I've been doing. I have too much time to think now. <laughs> but uh, did you watch that video from Suspicious Observers titled "A Disaster Is Coming"? It is thirteen minutes and thirteen seconds long. I think I did watch it. Yeah. Okay, so if that is to be believed, and I'm just I'm, I'm knitting I'm knitting a conspiracy quilt. Yeah. Right, which oftentimes seems to work out pretty well. Mm-hmm. What if they know there's a solar kill shot coming? He timed it somewhere in the 2020s, just a uh, not even necessarily as big as a Carrington-level event that would fry the electrical grid. <clears throat> and he basically said we'd spend less, a little less than a decade before the next solar eruption causing an issue, but that uh, we would spend the next decade like dying and starving from all the things like people that can't survive without the grid, right? Relearning to watch animals and their patterns, and the faster you can do that, the faster you'll be able to you know, see what's coming, watching the skies for weather patterns, stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Hypothetically, in this conspiracy quote, let's imagine the government knows this. That's why they've been building all these deep under- underground military bases or dumbs. Because uh-huh. they're, they're going to survive. But in order for them to do their satanic rituals, in order to squeeze out the most energy possible, because we're coming to the end, uh-huh. right? The kids thing might still be going on, but it seemed to be shut down. I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, the reason why they use the kids is because to terrify a child to make adrenochrome, they have the purest fear. Yeah. What if, in order to get the last biggest push, they slaughter the sheep and then they torture the wolf, uh, the, the sheep dogs, and that's their end game? It's possible. I got another scenario for you, though. <clears throat> okay. What if they're thinking on some, and I'm not, this isn't me, like, saying what they're thinking is a good thing. Yeah. But what if their idea is that they're wanting people who think outside the box the divergence and who don't trust people yeah. who don't trust their governments and they want that because that's a that's a survival instinct that can't be taught right if you're just born with it right so what if <laughs> their idea was they knew this thing was coming so they orchestrated this whole thing in order to basically allow the sh- like kind of thin the herd so that when shit does happen scarcity isn't as bad yeah. Because there's less people. You got and not only that, you selected through this process the people who would be more apt to survive anyways. Most likely to survive. You're in their in their dark minds and in their dark hearts, to quote my, my grandmother Hillary Clinton, uh <coughs> they they're doing us a favor. Because I mean, I mean, think about They're it. They're getting like, rid of all the dark hearts so that we have a better chance of survival on the earth on the on the surface while they survive underground with our tax money. Just like the Enclave and Fallout. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I need to play that game. Well, the Enclave is like, it's the remnant of the U.S. government, mm. and they're evil as fuck. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, but the, their logic being, uh, I guess, the, stro- the, the strong the strong willed survive. Yeah, and they're just trying to get the fodder out of the way. Because how, how, how crazy could it be? Imagine, you know, if that theory you, you said is correct. Because cause Where, think about it, like, if, if they think of them as sheep, sheep are mindless eaters. Yeah. They're not worth saving, especially, like, when things are that tight, you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, think about it, like, do they really want to have to, like, sparse out food to people that are never going to be able to, like, think for themselves or rely on a government to do things for them? That, too, the fact also where... uh if let's say that at least during the selection process, we'll call it while they're underground and we're enduring solar fucking nightmares and and all that shit. Imagine like the whole goal was them to parse out the genetic pool. They wanted the survivors, the ones that didn't need to be be led around to survive yeah. and continue to survive. They don't want you to have you know you've got everything prepared for. You have everything you need in, in the mindset and in the genes, right? But then some useless eater sheep. That otherwise would have burned your house down in the middle of the night. 
to cut you short of that time. Yeah. I'm going to read this real quick. This is the higher side chats thing I was telling you about. Now, this doctor <clears throat> that I said uh, mentioned the, I think it was one-third control, uh, either distilled water or saline injections and the death numbers and, and how it's going to get nasty in the fall when these coronaviruses start coming out, like naturally, and the flu and all that. I'm going to give you her background. Tell me what you think about her. Okay. Board-certified OBGYN physician, Dr. Northrup, graduated from... Dartmouth Medical School and completed her residency in Tufts, New England Medical Center in Boston. She was also assistant clinical professor of OBGYN in Maine Medical Center for 20 years. Dr. Northrup's work has been featured on Super Soul Sunday on OWN, The Oprah Winfrey Show, The Today Show, NBC Nightly News, The View, Rachel Ray, Good Morning America, 2020, The Dr. Oz Show, and many others. In 2013, Reader's Digest named her the one of the 100 most trusted people in America. In 2016, she was named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100, a group of leaders who are using their voices and talent to awaken humanity. In 2018, Dr. Northrup received her first Mind-Body Healing Award, a special category within the New Thought Walden Awards, honoring those who use empowering spiritual ideas and philosophies to change lives and make the planet a better place. In 2020, and again in 2021, Watkins Magazine named Dr. Northrup on their Watkins Spiritual 100 list. As one of their 100 most spiritually influential. It just continues to go on and talk about how awesome she is. Yeah. So, she was one of the mainstream folks. Yeah, she sounds like she was a me- regular media darling. Yeah. They, they they called her one of the most trusted people in the industry. And she's like, this is going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like that, though. No, no, no. Now they have this thing called the Dirty... I think they call it the Dirty Dozen or the Infamous Dozen. Where, like, the FDA and all these other organizations try to just blackball her off every social media. So I don't know. I basically spent my entire week forming a conspiracy quilt. I thought I'd share it with everyone and see what you thought of it. It's interesting quilt. Would you wear it in the winter? I would. I, it's hard to say, man. You know, I mean, they they do, they have been wanting to, you know, uh, uh, turn down the population. Yes. Right. I don't know, though. It's hard to say because, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, demographically speaking, what they're what their goal is though like amongst oh. different subgroups because like i i honestly don't know the numbers from caucasians to let uh latinos or anything like that who's taking the shot and who's not mm. obviously indians aren't <laughs> yeah it's hard to say it, you know it's i guess this is one of those time will tell kind of thing you know uh i always stay in the dark and uh the occult side of things and it looks like <laughs> If at any time in our lives we've come closer to uh, setting up a game board or a dominoes board of uh, what they wanted with the Georgia Guidestones, it seems like we're closer now than we've ever been. I I will say this, that I always, anything, I'm always skeptical. Mm -hmm. I'm skeptical about being skeptical. (laughs) I'll always be like that. Should I be the skeptical or am I too skeptical? Um. So what I will say about it is, is like, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait a while. I got to see something gearing towards like their machinations. Does that make sense? Mm. Like I need to see them pull some fucking fast maneuver on us. Like not real quick over the next say like six to eight months, do something like super fly, like come out of left field and do it and act like nothing happened. Papa Max said uh, eight to ten weeks. Well, it's like uh, eight to ten weeks. He said by late August, he thinks. Is when they'll turn up. Like over in his experience, they've already turned up. Do you know how much you can be fined for breaking quarantine in Australia? Probably quite a bit. $55,000. Australia is fucked, though. I agree. But I'm saying like he's looking at at the global side of things as well. Our neighbor to the north is not doing too well either. Well, yeah, I was I was actually going to mention them because something happened there recently that for Canadians would be raising alarm bells. CB4? Yes. Yeah. Where what does the, CB stand for? I assume Canadian Broadcasting. Oh. I don't know. The, all I know is, is they basically clandestinely passed legislation in the night right before their parliament broke for the summer. Yeah. Which our Congress is notorious for doing fuck shit like that, too. Shout out to Federal Reserve. Yeah, they're they they, they, they they're real good on just, like, doing shit, like, last minute, 
off the handle and then act like nothing happened at all. And be like, oh, sorry, we're on vacation now. Can't yeah. do anything about it. Right. So, it's hard saying. They said it's like a North Korean-style censorship. Yeah, they, they put the throttle down on social media and all that. Like, it, it was like, over, it, like I said, it was in the middle of the night. Yeah. They passed it and then acted like nothing had happened. Like, oh, well, we're done for the summer. Fuck y'all. See you later. So hard to find anything about it on here. I don't think this is it. This is dealing with uh, exchanges. Oh, that's 1985. That's old shit. <laughs> here it is. I got it. Cool. This is from Bloomberg. Trudeau's party passes bill to regulate social media slash streaming. This is from June 22nd. Uh, the article is written at 7.31 a.m. So it's the morning after. Canadian lawmakers passed a controversial bill that aims to regulate programming distrib- distributed by media streaming services and social platforms like Facebook and YouTube, a measure that critics warn could infringe on individual speech. The legislation drafted by Justin Trudeau's government, known as Bill C-10, is meant to subject tech giants to the same requirements as traditional broadcasters, effectively compelling companies like Netflix, TikTok, and TikTok to finance and promote Canadian content. It's among the most far-reaching plans by government anywhere to regulate the algorithms tech companies use to amplify or recommend content. In an age when everyone is potential publisher... The act to amend the Broadcasting Act could affect individual expression on social media and other digital platforms that rely on user-generated content. So, yeah, they pass that shit like in the night. It's crazy. Hawking, hawking their own governmental wares in the process. Like, that's basically what it's about, is that you have to guarantee that you are on your platform promoting Canadian content. Well, I, well, Canadian governmental content, I should say. Let me rephrase that. Should do more state mandated content research into this, but there was a uh, video that came out this morning I didn't get a chance to watch uh, from Luke Radowski at We Are Change. It said they're coming for the internet, internet shutdown bills. Oh, yeah, there's uh, there. I've seen advertisements on there. You could find them, I believe, on Hulu. Good, uh, um, god, they're they're really good. It's actually it's a Facebook commercial about internet regulation, so Facebook's pushing it, right? And it's this girl talking about how. She was born in, like, 1996, and... Her pussy hurts she, all the time. Her emotional pussy. She spent her whole life, basically, on the internet, because she was born into that era, right? Yeah. And how the year she was born was the last time that any laws regulating the air, internet were drafted. Mm. And the line of logic being that it's time to... It's time. It's time to amend said laws and, and bring new laws about to regulate the internet. You know what other laws I'm tired of? That goddamn Second Amendment. Yeah. Right. Just imagine how many less people blah 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 would die if blah 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 guns blah 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 went away. It, it I just find it crazy that it's some, like the way I look at it. Listen, I, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if anything, there's too much regulation on the internet. I like it being like the wild west. It's yeah. like the last bastion of of and and people. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the fucking nanny state nonsense that they come up with. Where basically their 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 idea is. People are stu- too stupid to discern between fact and fiction on the internet. So we have to go in and regulate it because, unfortunately, people are too stupid to know the difference. And they don't want to do it. And people are, are, aren't willing to do the legwork for themselves. And, I mean, to an extent, I'm going to agree. There are a lot of really dumb people out there mm-hmm. that post dumbass fucking content. That a Google, A simple search, and I hate saying Google it. That's but, just it's in the nomen it's in our it's in our words, man. But the thing is, Google the shit, and you get you you can within fucking ten seconds figure out if whatever meme you're about to post is legitimate, yeah, or it's complete fiction. Like, do you know how many times I've seen? And it doesn't matter political leanings. I've seen it on both sides. Post just utter fabrications. Mm-hmm. It's like you did no legwork. So there is plenty of stupid people out there on either side. But see, there's always somebody willing to piss in your Cheerios, and that's me. Because anytime I see anything like that, I'm more than happy to like post a link showing them that whatever they put up is fake. Yeah. And then, you know, about half the time they take it down. Certainly. I mean, but you got to think, too, there's dumber versions. There's dumb versions of you out there that are doing the same. They think they're doing the same great work with, uh, what's it called? Fuck, Snopes. Uh, I don't use Snopes. As no, no, I know that, but. 
you know, there's people out there like, let's think. Yeah. I'll use an example that you gave me. You actually had me, you know, I was at a, I was in a comfortable place uh, in mind and spirit, and I got a text from you about an Instagram post that you wanted me to report. Yeah. Remember that? What was it about? Because <clears throat> we don't report shit. That's not how we roll. Yeah. Right? But this was a, it was a series of pictures of like, a, I think it was a dead baby in a box. Yeah, yeah. Like these weird pedos were saying like some greasy ass shit on the comments. Yeah. And we went through and reported that shit and they were like, I know I at least got one or two uh, responses back from Instagram and they were like, this doesn't violate community standards. Yeah, it took about three or four times of reporting it before it was finally taken down. The nanny state doesn't give a fuck about people jerking out to dead kid pictures. There but was like mur- it was like crime scene photos of a dead child. But god damn it, if you post something about COVID before it hits the United States, before the media is ready to report on it. You know, everything we said in that episode came to be true. Everything. Yeah. Except for the fact it was killing people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, it, like, I don't know. It's just the nanny state but it, it, is a group of pedophiles. Me, like, the, the presumption that we're all too stupid to, to control ourselves. I don't know about you, but I need a daddy. Which, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> I honestly, in my heart of hearts, believe that amongst the general population, most people aren't too stupid. It's just they're too fucking lazy. No, we live in the, we, yeah, we live in the age of willful ignorance. If you want to be an ignorant piece of shit... Go ahead. That's exactly what you've been. Because that's what society is offering you right imagine, now. Imagine, imagine if you we imagine if you will, we lived now in a world where all of the world's knowledge is available is available at your fingertips at any given moment at any time, and you can source it from so many different places and figure out what's true and what's not. Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. Right, and that's just using the traditional internet, not even using the deep web or the dark web. You could figure those things out. So that being said, as long as you're literate, you can figure things out for yourself, right? But the problem, like I said, it has nothing to do with actual intelligence. Yeah, it has to do with you being fucking lazy, willfully. I mean, lazy and willfully ignorant. And you, also, you have I th- to turn away from 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 I, everything hitting I also you in the face. Think people get caught up in their feelings. They get caught up in their feelings about like whatever political stance they have. So like when they see something, they want to believe it's true mm. and they don't want to poke holes in it. Yeah. But it's like you need to challenge yourself all the time, right? If you're not challenging your views, then you're, you, you don't stand up for the courage of your convictions. If you're not growing, you're dying. Exactly. Or if you're not like, and, I, and there's not, and the thing is, I think people think there's something wrong with like, your attitude about something changing or your point of view changing and like something that you believed once you should always believe in. And that's not necessarily true until you've collected all the empirical data on said issue. Yeah. A lot of shits just stay gray. Right. A lot of my stances are, are kind of in limbo because simply because I have lack the, not only the empirical data, but the uh, experience to be able to come to a firm conclusion on something. I well, simply don't know enough yet. Well, there's nothing wrong with not picking a side, you know, especially if, if there's not enough shit available. Like but also, there's nothing wrong with picking a side, but there is something wrong with staying on a side knowing when once finding out later that you're in fact wrong about something. Yeah, it goes back to what we talked about before with like growth. You remember that? Like uh, if you're not, like, if you look back at yourself six months ago and you're not like, I, I use the example of our podcast, but like listening back, or looking back at old posts or whatever, and you don't look back at yourself, and you're like, Gah. yeah, like ah, oh, man, I was an idiot. Well, and you know, it, I say I've had some good discussions in the last couple of weeks, and I've had some mediocre ones. I had a particularly interesting one where we kind of reached an impasse, but it wasn't like one of those ones where it's agree to disagree. It was more of like I respect how you feel mm. because of like things that I've taken in and run through the old logic machine i feel a different way about it like who was it with uh heckler yeah is about um capital punishment right he's all for your he's all in the curve well okay so basically you want me to break it down this is how the conversation it came down to a matter of this is what it was is um he was under the belief that uh the punishment should fit the crime right and I disagree with that, especially when it comes to a government body killing people. Mm. 
because I'm under the determination that um, because when the punishment fits the crime, fits the crime, I was, it, what it broke down to was the differences between justice and ven- uh, justice and revenge, right? Revenge is something that is enjoyed, and I never want the government to enjoy anything. No. So capital punishment in and of itself, I feel like, should be a joyless process for the government. More or less, right? I mean, if that's possible with the government, and, and you know not I mean? well, if it's possible, and not only that, I went a step further and said that uh, measures to find the most humane way to kill somebody should be sought because, as I see it, the government is determining somebody is no longer fit to be a member of society. Correct, but the thing is, is that they don't take any joy out of removing you from society. It's a matter of you no longer fit in society. You no longer fit in society. Ergo, you must no longer be in society. But we are going to afford you humanity that you lacked with your victim. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Although, just a sidebar. You, I mean, I said, and I, t- I went on to tell him this is where we re- like we reached an impasse. But we also, I also came across the aisle and said, listen, on a personal level, I've. Like, we used pedophilia as an example. I said, personally, I agree with you. I was like, on a personal level, I agree with you. They deserve the worst kind of punishment. I was like, but unfortunately, I was like, being a member of a society, I've, you have to, if you, if you, if you truly are, want to be, embrace being a member of society, you have to embrace justice, not revenge. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to initiate sidebar. Okay. And this is where I come in the middle of both of you, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. I agree with you with everything. Yeah. It probably except pedophilia. Okay. Or, or like child murder. Like, I don't know. There's something to be said. And I don't even need a government to do it. You know what I mean? I think if you could, uh, what's the thing that people used to be able to do? They got together and they formed ideas and they decided common law, common law courts. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm willing to go Luke chapter 17, verse 2 on. Okay. Uh, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than he should cause one of these little ones to sin. And I think not only because of, like, you know, I get it. I get the argument between justice and vengeance, right? But not only that, it's Hold about, it's about a, it being joyless as well. I get it. I don't, I, but at the same time, I feel like fear is really a thing too. And I don't know if fear works on these sick-minded motherfuckers. But if you if they see a massively adopted thing like hey, if you fuck a kid here in Preble County, and we prove it, we're gonna fucking destroy you in the worst way possible, and we're not gonna feel good about it because we know deep down in our hearts that they'll never give that child his innocence back. Yeah, or her innocence well, back. The thing is, I think it, what it breaks down to is is a notion. I, I attune it to you're purging them from society, right. root and stem. Right, you've decided there's no redemption. No. There's no way they could rejoin society Mm-mm. as an equal as an equal member of society because of what they did. Right. So I look of it. I look to it as more of a chore <laughs> akin to weeding your garden. You don't find any joy in weeding See, your garden, but you, you understand not, that it's a necessary process. Do you not think that uh, instilling fear in those that would harm the weakest of us, or there is no value in that? I think erasing people from society is the best fear is the best way to instill fear in somebody to understand. That your legacy is gone. Everything about you will be purged from what we are and we'll never fucking speak of you again. Yeah. You will cease to exist. In a in an Orwellian sense, you are now a non person. Yeah. Another sidebar and an honest question. This fellow I'm gonna have to find his name and I'll send him to you after the show that I tried to get on, but for whatever reason he doesn't seem to be interested. Uh or he just didn't see the messages. Okay. Do you think he'd be interested in uh if we could do something like that? What do you mean? Like, if we could find some of these fuckers nearby and, like, videotape them, get them to admit to their crimes? Yeah, I'm fine with that. That shit seems like a really noble thing to me. Yeah. they And and it's preying upon the predator. Yeah. It's like setting up a honey trap. I like that. See, but there's joy in it. But I'm also not killing him. We're not killing them. We are exposing them. He's on a, he's on a pier one time, and this really shows this dude's character. And I feel bad I don't remember his name, and it would take me too long to find it. But he's on a pier. He catches this dude who was there to meet, like, an 11-year-old boy or something. Mm-hmm. And he brought condoms. He brought alcohol. He was going to fuck this boy or get whatever. He was going to ruin this child under under the pier. Yeah. And uh, this son of a bitch walks away, refuses to answer any of his questions, as far as I can remember. He might have got him toward the end to admit to something, but I want to say he pretty much mentally lawyered up, right? Mm-hmm. And then 
halfway through when this dude's walking away because he walked like two or three miles down this fucking from his from his car so he wouldn't be seen getting in out of his car after he did what he did and uh during this interaction while he's like screaming like you know you can talk to me or i can just you know and he continues not talking he's telling everyone he's like this guy came here to meet an 11 year old boy and somebody's like nah fuck that man somebody raped my sister i'm gonna kick your ass and he gets in between them and he's like no 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 we're not here to do that he's like you're on camera right now he's like don't do anything he's gonna get you in trouble yeah and then he continues to follow him and ruin that dude's soul if he even had one. Shaming. Shame. I want to do that. That's cool. That's fucking cool. Exposing people for the for the pieces of shit they are. That's but fine. But do you, I mean, so I, I don't think, do you think that even stops them? I mean. I don't. Maybe sometimes it does, but I really don't think in the long run. I think it stops one, though. I think, yeah, exactly. But I think their brains are so fucked up on a large level that when well, it comes down to it. and that goes it, down to, that goes back to <laughs> kind of what we discussed from the beginning of that conversation that me and Heckler had in the first place was, mm. is that the reason I find that people like that should simply be purged and be non-existent yeah. is because they lacked the, they were no longer able to control themselves. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. What the the word I'm looking for is a stupid simple word and I oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> man that one little farts are a bitch they lack utter impulse control yeah and because of that you can no longer trust them to be amongst us no because just one time is too one much. time too many yeah one time's too much and now you've allowed them to go back out and pray again and even in the act of looking at videos or anything like that is too much because now you're complicit in other people doing it you see like the the deep liberalization of this shit i don't know if that's the right word just this left-leaning mental illness where they're trying to make it a sexual designation and like some of these countries are making sex dolls to try and curb the urge like you're only charging them up yeah you're not doing them you're not doing society any favors with your sycophant bullshit can we end this whole i talk about pedophilia on a positive note though Mm mm-hmm if there can be a positive note, it's a story I actually saw on TikTok that Tobin shared with me, and it's a great story. I actually ended up looking at the video and all I that love, stuff. That I came love Tobin shares. So there's this piece of shit named Jeff. Was a piece of shit named Jeff Duchette. Mm-hmm. He was a karate instructor in Louisiana. Oh, of course, uh, got to be around babies. He was. He had been an instructor for three or four children of the Plouches, right? Yeah. Well, he took. The third child that he instructed and kidnapped him and took him to California, cut his hair, dyed it so it looked like he was his son, shaved off his beard, took him to a cheap hotel outside of Disneyland, and proceeded to rape him for multiple days. For whatever reason, the kid was like, I want to call my mom and dad. He was like 12, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, the piece of shit Jeff Doucette let him call his mom and dad. And the police, of course, were tracking the call and all that stuff, doing what police should actually be doing. Yeah, real, <laughs> real, real police, real police work. work. And they tracked the call to California. He was arrested. The son came back home, and one of the police officers told Gary Ploche, the father, what Jeff Doucette had done to his son. See the one that was on the phone? Oh, I love that video. Yeah. I and love that video. So they're extraditing him back to Louisiana via plane. Gary Ploche decided to go to the, the, the terminal that day. Doing some real dad shit. And he's acting like he's on the phone. And as they're walking by with Jeff Doucette in custody, he turns around and point blank shoots Jeff Doucette in the fucking head. Fuck you. Do you know what Gary Plache got for that? Nothing. Well, not only that, not only, okay, so, of course he had to go to jail. Mm. I mean, he Originally, right? He, yeah, he gangland, he like execution style killed a dude. Yeah. But amongst it, police officers. But when it came to court, they let him out, right? <laughs> so, well, so... When they send the jail, the community raised his community raised the money to get him bailed out of jail. Mm. That dude yeah. spent collectively probably less than two days in jail for doing it, and the judge gave him five years probation. That's it. Yeah, because he did what any father should do. Yeah, mother, well, father. The cops said brother, sister, uncle, aunt. Because <laughs> you know he shoots him, and then the cops like rush him. And he gives up the gun right away. Yeah, he wasn't there for them. And they're like, why? Why? And he's like, if it was your son, you would have done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the truth. And you know that, that his execution-style murder, there was probably zero enjoyment in it because he knew he would never get it back. Yeah. His son would never get it back. Gary Plache, real American hero, as far as I'm concerned. Real American hero. I found this dude, by the way. I want to shout him out, and I want you to follow him. Okay. On TikTok. 
he also has a YouTube channel, but his TikTok is at Mr. 17540. At Mr. 17540. And this dude is, uh, last I saw his videos, he was working full time as a caregiver for one of his family members. And this is his, like, this is his free time. This is what he pours his, his money into, is catching these fucking child molesters. What was that tag one more time? Uh, on TikTok, it is at Mr. 17540, exposing child predators since 2018. And then he's got a link tree on his page, sends you to his socials and all that. But everybody go out there and follow this dude. Let him know Bones and Tubbs sent you. Maybe that'll help him come along. I would love to have this dude on and... And pick his brain. Even if it's off air, pick his brain so we can figure out how we can do it better. Or not better, but you get it. Yeah. Do it better than I would do it on my own. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, here's a, just real quick, here's that fucking, that piece of shit. This dude had a fucking, this is in Lancaster, Ohio, the Amish one I told you about. Oh, okay. It was, there's a couple videos, but on one of them, you can find his tag, the Amish dude's tag on TikTok. And you looked at, uh, if they didn't already take it down, most of his followers were underage kids. And, like, all these, like, I guess Mr. 17540, if I said that right, he was getting, like, messages from other people who he had tried to victimize or who had he had victimized. And that's what caused him to, like, hone in on that dude. Shit is crazy. But I don't know. That's one of the that's one of the times you should always support your fellow creators when it comes to shit like that. Because that dude definitely. is a fucking savage. I would love to have him on here, promote any of his, he's got a Patreon or whatever. I want to pick his brain and figure out what I got to do to catch some of our... Because you know they're all creeping around around here. Yeah. They're everywhere. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. You already know. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoy the conspiracy quilt in the middle of summer almost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> get, some, quilt. get some sweaty <laughs> nightmares. Hot. Uh, <laughs> so hot! We'd like to thank JMY5. Uh, JMY5 Internet Studios. I need to get him back on the live. I've been uber busy here as of late, and I've... Neglected to do so. Blood of the Brave on the intro. Uh-huh. Blood of the Brave dot com. Blood of the Brave on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Blood of the Brave on Twitter and Instagram. I need to look more into it. I think I want to say that he got banned off Twitter, but I'll have to look. Oh, uh, okay. And that's just proof positive of the nanny state. Yeah. And then on the outro of our show, we have a new guy coming at us strong from Instagram. Duran the Rapper. <clears throat> he can be found on Instagram. D-U-R-A-N-D. T-H-E-R-A-P-P-E-R, Duran the Rapper. Check him out. Let him know you like his music. Let him know Bones and Tubbs sent you or that you heard him on the Bones and Tubbs podcast. He's hit number one on iTunes hip-hop charts as of late. I think I said in the last show, not the last release because I just got the, uh, did you see the title for your travel episode? No, what was it called? Oh, man. If you don't like it, I'll change it, but I thought it was funny. Hold up. I got it right here. Okay. It's definitely wordplay. Uh, we'd like to thank y'all for listening we hope you enjoyed the show we hope you tune in next time and between now and then you guys stay safe we love you we really do i wonder if my kids will cry when their father died you touch my seeds i swear to god it's gonna be a homicide they gon' know I did this shit, ain't no point in me trying to hide We get to the station, make sure they take the picture from my finest side My dad's the only man still alive that I idolize He always put me on a straight arrow when I was out of line Your son is fighting for more out of life than a 9 to 9 When I finally shine, I want you to be proud to say that's my design I came a long way from cooking crack in the microwave Driving straight, praying police don't get behind me and run my license plate So many trips, if I would've got flicked, they would've took my life away I can say I've never snitched, can't blame nobody but me, that's my mistake You blame the dealers, what about the government and these fucking fiends? If they ain't give us the drugs and you ain't doing, we'd have no fucking means Why don't you try to chase some of these pedophiles who be fucking teens? Why don't you release every non-violent person in prison for fucking weed? They say Duran, what's going on inside this mind of yours? I wish death on a nigga before prison and child support They keep on killing my people, I can never get behind the force I think they really want niggas extinct like the dinosaurs 
I don't need to sip out your cup, bitch. I work for my own mug. Still got the connect to get charged up, and I ain't talking about phone plugs. You think time is slim on the same level? You must be on drugs. Stop it. That's like trying to compare the Migos to Bone Thugs. I'd rather listen to J Lo than Quavo. I'm ready to run a track, bitch, like Kado. Fuck around, I'ma catch a body like Dave Loaf. Make a nigga disappear like Mayno. All these niggas wanna talk about guns, but they ain't shooting unless they playing Call of Duty or Halo. I got niggas who be ready to kill at the drop of a dime. Did you be waiting for me to say so? I represent the real niggas in the streets hustling who wanna get out but can't let go. Only reason they grinding cause they don't know nothing else and they wanna get their family out of the ghetto. Fuck boys, always be lurking and looking for the easy lick, plotting on niggas with the best dope. So many niggas who didn't wanna catch a body, but it's killer be killed, so now they sitting on death row. I got the underground of captivation, I ain't stopping till I got the attention of half the nation. Listen, bitch, I got aspirations. When I die, it'll probably be assassination. Look, me too, not another accusation. What the fuck is your infatuation with this cancellation? All this time that you fag is wasted, giving niggas so much aggravation like tax evasion. You try to shit on me, you're delusional. We sold the shit and you do the dope. Every time you come, I know it's the usual. You can't handle the stress, you ain't suitable. This life is way too beautiful, and I don't wanna spend my time in a cubicle. I've been the same way since I was a juvenile. Make sure you tell them I ain't shit at my funeral.